0: EO Fire, 1,238. If you knew then when you got started what you know now, would you still be doing what you're doing? And if not, get out.
1: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Visit thefreedomjournal.com and ignite. Fire Nation, in the house, Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Nicholas Kuzmich. Nicholas, are you prepared to ignite?
0: Absolutely, John Lee Dumas, light it up, baby.
1: <laughs> Nicholas is a leading Facebook advertising strategist, boasting the highest ROIs in the industry. His clients were the Tony Robbins Group, international best-selling authors like Robin Sharma, marketing titans like Joe Polish, top business coaches like Taki Moore, and other world-class A-list entrepreneurs. Nicholas, take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro, and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life.
0: Yeah, you know what, I I feel like, and it it just came to me more recently, but I feel like I was literally put on this planet to really help build bridges between entrepreneurs and kind of their dream clients. Uh, And and that's really expressed through my life and the business that we run here. Uh, We're in the business of matching solutions to problems and entrepreneurs to clients and thought leaders to their communities. But more importantly, um, really getting the messages in the world that need to be heard out they're into the world and getting the exposure that they need. Now, it obviously took a whole ton of while for me to figure this out in my life and a whole ton of failures and lots of learning and a lot of grit. But really, that's where we are today. And what's home base for you? Uh, Home base is Toronto, Canada.
1: The Ront, the top hat of America. T.O., what do you prefer? (laughs)
0: <laughs> T.O. is perfect, but I got I, I to say, I really, I mean, two weeks ago I was hanging out where uh, not too far from you and, uh, yeah, might be making a change to, to head out in San Diego.
1: Okay. Just be prepared for the tax bill. That's all I got to say.
0: Uh, yeah, but it's worth it for the weather. It's worth it. <laughs>
1: Pros and cons and everything in life, my friends. Right. So Nicholas, you've been rock and rolling for a while. I mean, you have worked with A-list entrepreneurs across the board, Let's talk nuts and bolts, though, because Fire Nation, we are entrepreneurs, small business owners. We're looking to build viable businesses, generate revenue with that business. So how do you specifically, as a leading Facebook advertising strategist, how do you generate revenue?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. And there's there's really two ways that we do it. Way number one is we run and operate a fully managed Facebook advertising uh, agency, which means we run the campaigns for our clients. It's kind of an A to Z approach. They're the people who say, well, I don't want anything to do with it. I just want you to take it. And I want to know how much money we made the, the last month. The other side of it is um, for other folks, we run these implementation intensives where we literally bring, you know, 10 to 15 people in a room. We roll up our sleeves and rather than than just teaching them what to do and how to run successful advertising campaigns on Facebook, we literally build these systems for them right there on the spot so that at the end of the two days when they leave, they have everything done for them. They just push the green go button and they see the experience kind of play out in their own businesses.
1: I'll tell you what, Fire Nation, I am seeing a huge trend towards the done for you systems. I mean, if you want to become an expert in something, you know, Nicholas has done it in Facebook. Maybe you want to do it in LinkedIn, in Instagram, in Snapchat, I don't care what it is, but what do you want to become an expert in? What do you want to become a credible authority in? Then figure out a way to create a done-for-you service, fly out to their headquarters, go out to their location or have a Skype virtual session and set it up for them. This is a high-end premium service that people, you know, such as myself who have disposable income are willing to pay for because we have very valuable time focus and that's not on doing these other things. So love these points you're bringing up, Nicholas, and I really think Fire Nation, you can kind of be thinking about how can you bring this type of revenue stream into your business because, hey, it is a premium service. Now, Nicholas, it hasn't always been awesome and cheesecake and, you know, all these unicorns flying through the air. I mean, you were always working with the Tony Robbins group, Joe Polish, Taki Moore, Robin Sharma. There's been some ups and some downs for you, like every entrepreneur. And, Nicholas, we start EO Fire with the downs, with the worst of the worst. So take us to your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And I want to be there, Nicholas. Tell us that story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I wish we had like uh, three hours to talk about this (laughs) because I have way, way more downs and ups. Um, But I I think, uh, well, I'll remember the one that that kind of stuck out to me the most and really caused a shift in my life. Uh, I made some really stupid decisions as I was younger, uh, which ended up costing me a whole ton of money. Um, But then I remember the specific moment. I was I was I think I was 19 years old at the time. I was in a direct sales career. What I typically did was I went on stage and I sold from stage these kind of higher level uh, events and retreats and that sort of thing. And I had an event scheduled for that night. But that morning, my father had a heart attack. And I got the call from the hospital. He was on the bus. He collapsed. They rushed him to the hospital. Um, it scared the hell out of me. He, you know, I ran down to the hospital. I spent some time with him there. Um, and and here's where <laughs> I, I can't believe I did this, but I literally I left afterwards, going to go to my speaking gig. Um, and th- it wasn't until later, but I had, I realized I had actually prioritized my work. Before my family convincing myself that I was actually doing it for them. And it wasn't actually at that time, but several years later, my father passed away, and I really couldn't just shake that thought. Um, that I actually prioritized my bottom line and my business over my family, and it really kind of changed how I approached my business forever. Look I, I, you know I, I like every other entrepreneur out there i 'm in it for the hustle and the rise and the grind, and I work my tail off just as hard as anybody else. Um, but I think no longer will I ever kind of do that at the expense of the things that are really most important to me. Um, you know, money I can always make time is not something I can ever get back. So that really was kind of one of my lowest lows in my entrepreneurial journey.
1: Fire Nation, let's kind of unpack this, you know, as we're listening to the words that Nicholas is sharing and we're looking at our own lives and you just kind of ended so strong there, Nicholas, by saying, you know, money you can always make. And it's true, Fire Nation. I mean, you have the tools, you have the knowledge, you have the skills, you have the ability to always make more money. In fact, I made the comment very recently. I said, hey, if I was to wake up tomorrow and my bank account was wiped out to 0 I, I wouldn't be happy about it because I worked hard to get my bank account to where it is. But you know what? I wouldn't be scared because I know how to make money. I know to how to use my skills to generate a dollar bill. So Fire Nation, you have those skills as well. But what you don't have is just unlimited amounts of time. Fire Nation, time is finite. You mm. have only so much. You have only so many opportunities to spend time with your loved ones, with your family, to see your kids grow up, take that first step, whatever those things might be. It's all finite. You know, this is the finite time that we have. Whereas as money, I mean, in some sense, money's finite as well. But believe me, we can make enough of that to say, hey, okay, I'm good. And if I need to make more, I can do that as well. So love that point, Nicholas. I took away exactly what I just shared from that. You Mm -hmm. now sum it up for us. And just, you know, one or two sentences. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that really difficult moment that you experience and how you've transitioned since.
0: Yeah. You know, I I think the greatest takeaway for people is just that it's, and especially us as entrepreneurs, we got our head down in the sand. We're trying to, uh, you know, work our hustle to do what we need to do. Um, but for people just to realize, and this is what I've realized really in coming full circle with this is that there's, there are more important things than my business. And I want to build a business that supports my lifestyle as opposed to a lifestyle that supports my business. And that was the greatest takeaway for me. And now I just, I am in, I'm deeper in my conversations with people. I love, you know, my mother's here, my wife, like these are people who mean most to me. And if I need to walk away from the computer in order to spend some time with them or to go away on a trip, that's what what I'm going to do. Cause really that's the, the the most important thing to me.
1: Wow. Can you say that one more time? That was a business that supports my lifestyle rather than a lifestyle that supports my business.
0: Exactly. That's just it.
1: I mean, Fire Nation, those words, I mean, we should need to tack those up on and make sure that we are just you know, looking at those and understanding them and absorbing them and, and hopefully acting upon them. I mean, that's so powerful. Now, Nicholas, let's shift to another story in your journey as an entrepreneur, in your life Let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about an epiphany, a light bulb that went on for you at some point. And I know you've had a ton. I mean, I can just hear, you know, you can just tell with certain people. They have this certain energy, this kind of bubbling enthusiasm in their voice. I mean, you have aha moments for breakfast, let's be honest. But this is (laughs) the reality. I know that you know Fire Nation. You know, we are entrepreneurs, small business owners. What's an aha moment that you've had that you think would make a great story for our listeners and take us to that story. Take us to that moment. What do you got?
0: Yeah, you know, it was a, it was only actually, you know, not too long ago, maybe six or seven years that like my life was literally falling apart. Um, everything that could have went wrong did. And just when I felt like I was at the very bottom, it, it, I mean, it got worse so much to the point. I don't want to kind of get morbid about this, but I was actually Googling what is the easiest way to take my life? Wow. Um, not because and, and partially because I was a coward. I didn't want the hard way to do it. I just wanted the easiest, most painless way to do it. And I realized at that point that there was a bunch of things going wrong in my life. I was big into the self-help uh, you know the health the self-help scene, but self-help was really no help to me at the time. I was reading the books, I was re- repeating the mantras, I was going through the motions. Um, and the key point uh, that I think changed for me, and, and I hope this resonates with people, but I, I know, I mean, it might rub people a different way, but I remember walking, I, in my office, I had this vision board and it was like all the goals that I wanted to pursue, the car I wanted to drive, the house I wanted to live in, the amount of money I wanted to have. And I was staring at that and it was just creating such negative energy in me. I walked up to this vision board and I literally ripped it down off my wall. I ripped it into pieces and I made a commitment that day to say that I was no longer going to live life in pursuit of these goals or in pursuit of this, you know, quote unquote happiness. Um, because I then realized that there was no pursuit. I mean, there was no journey. I had the choice that right then and there, I had the choice to be happy now, or I could be sad now. I could make the most of now, or I could just think about things in the future. And so for me, the shift happened when I said, I'm going to live life, and I know this is cliche, but it really like struck a chord in me, where I said, you know what? For the first time in my life, no longer am I going to be in pursuit of anything I'm going to live in the fullness of this very moment. And the moment that happened, John, I don't even know how it happened, but but something inside of me changed. And as soon as I made that commitment and started to live it out, like everything took off for me personally, professionally, my business life with, with, with everything. I mean, it just took off from there.
1: Fire Nation, there are so many things that I want you to be taking out of this. I mean, number one, don't forget that Nicholas started off this story by sharing that he actually Googled easiest way to commit suicide. I mean- You don't do that when you're super happy. You don't do that when you're leading the kind of life that you hope that you're going to be leading when you're five, six, seven years old and thinking about the future. But then he had his aha moments. And I think you put it so well, Nicholas, I'm not going to repeat what you said, but I want to take a different angle that James Altucher says, a good friend mm-hmm. of mine and someone I look up to, he always says, Hey, don't time travel. Like you're living in the present. Why are you always thinking about the future and like what might happen in the future and your dreams for the future? And the same thing actually goes for the past as well. Like, why are you dwelling in the past? Why are you just like disappointed about decisions you made or, or complaining or whining about things that happened or could have happened or should have happened? Just don't time travel like you are living in today's moment. Just stay there. Stay in today's moment. Smile. Feel the sun in your face, the winds, you know, across your body. If, of course, you're in San Diego and you can go outside this time of year, you can do those (laughs) things. And the last thing that I want to leave you guys with is, you know. Compare and despair. I mean, we can always mm. go on Facebook, and we can always go on Instagram. We can see people who are better looking than us, that have more money than us, that are at cooler locations than us. I mean, I was just in Haiti, Jamaica, and the Grand Cayman Islands last week. I go on Instagram today, and I see somebody who's in Bali right now, and I'm like, man, I am jealous of them. And it's like, mm. compare and despair. It's impossible not to. We're human beings. So stop comparing to other people, Fire Nation. Just live in the moment, you know, don't time travel. Like, so that's my big takeaway, Nicholas, but I want to toss the ball back in your court. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story?
0: Yeah. I I think the greatest takeaway is just realizing that you can choose to be happy and to live in the fullness of life right now. Like right in this moment, we have everything we need, although it may not appear that way to our mind. We have everything we need. Um, we shouldn't be pursuing anything. I think we could just live in the fullness of the moment. And if you do, everything else will just kind of take care of itself.
1: So true. Nicholas, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur?
0: Ah, that's a great question. I think it's my uh, desire and ability to want to control everything. I have a hard time (laughs) letting go and delegating and trusting anybody with anything because I feel like this is my baby. So uh, yeah, my, my desire to control everything is probably my biggest weakness. What's your biggest strength? Uh, you know, I think I had a shift where I realized that I'm actually, and as odd as this might sound, I'm actually more interested in providing value to people than I am in the bottom line. And sometimes that's to my detriment because that means I'll, I'll lose stuff on my bottom line. But everything shifted for me when I realized that if I could just make my life and my business about providing value and living my life that way as an entrepreneur, um, that everything else would kind of take care of itself. And in fact, it has.
1: I mean, that aligns with my journey so well. For 32 years, Nicholas, like, I was just chasing success. It was like, success, success, Mm. success, success. financial, like, let's go to law school, let's go to corporate finance. And then this Albert Einstein quote just, like, hit me over the head. And it was, try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And it was such an eye-opener for me to say wow, this Einstein guy really is a pretty smart dude. Like, <laughs> like, He's saying to provide value, not just chase success. And so when I flipped it on his head and started doing this completely free, valuable, and consistent podcast called EO Fire, right. things turned around. So Fire Nation, think about that. And, and Nicholas, going back to your weakness, I mean, controlling everything, that just happens when you're a type A entrepreneur. I'm the same way. But we got to let go of this stuff, Fire Nation, because the fact of the matter is, and this is where Gary Vaynerchuk is so right We need to amplify our strengths and we need to mitigate our weaknesses. Don't try, don't try to be like a champion of everything. Like there's a lot of things I am crappy at. So you know what I do? I take money that I've made from my strengths and I spend that money and invest it into people and systems that, you know, cover up those, those weaknesses or improve those or they step up and they take over those weaknesses that I have. So I don't even have to deal with it. So I can continue to focus on my strengths. Now, Nicholas, you have a lot of exciting things going on, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today?
0: Well, I got to say, it's like right here and right now and staying true to what we've been talking about here. I mean, talking to you, John Lee Dumas, serving Fire Nation, I'm, I'm, I'm just totally jazzed up about this. This is what I love to do. This is what I live for. So I'm really fired up about it.
1: I mean, you're living in the moment. You know, you're here, you're present, you're with me. We're talking, you know, Fire Nation, you're here as well. You're listening. I love this. And so don't go anywhere, Nicholas or Fire Nation, because we are about to crush the lightning round. But first, we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, if you're like me, then you're busting out the razor and shaving cream more than just once a week, and if there's one thing I hate spending my precious time and hard-earned money on, it's less than impressive shaving gear. After all, this face was made for more than just podcasting. That's why when I received all I needed to have a great shave in one tidy box without having to go to the store or spend a ton of money, I knew I had to share Harry's with you. Harry's offers German-engineered five-blade cartridges that give you a close, comfortable shave with factory direct pricing. The best part? They ship straight to your doorstep. Ready to ditch the trip to the drugstore and save yourself both time and money? The Harry's starter set is just $15 and includes a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. Plus, Harry's will give you $5 off your first order with promo code FIRE. Visit harrys.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y ys.com and enter promo code FIRE at checkout. Nicholas, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. Bring it on. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Uh,
0: I think it's still the same thing that's holding me back right now from kind of stepping out into things, and that's really the fear of failure. Um, In the back of my mind, every time I try a new venture, I'm asking in my mind, what if it doesn't work? Um, What am I going to do then? So it's definitely the fear of failure.
1: What is the best advice you've ever received?
0: It's a great question because I think as I was in different seasons of my life, some really smart people spoke some really great wisdom into me. But the one that keeps coming back and has kind of solved a bunch of problems for me is I heard Brian Tracy say this. He said, if you knew then when you, uh, if you knew then when you got started, what you know now, would you still be doing what you're doing? And if not, get out. Um, and it was some of the hardest advice I've ever heard. But every time I've listened to it, it saved me years of pain, heartache, and a sea of disaster. And every time I haven't, it just kind of dumped me into it.
1: A sea of disaster. Fire Nation, side note, you want to avoid seas of disaster. <laughs> What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
0: Uh, You know, I think that what helps me out a lot is the fact that I love asking questions and I love having a beginner's mindset. I mean, I'll go into any scenario and I'll pretend I don't know anything about anything, even if I might, and just ask the right questions so that I can keep learning and growing as a person.
1: Can you share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation?
0: Yeah, I got three. Um, I couldn't live without three things. Number one is Slack. I mean, it just helps me communicate with my team. Asana is a great uh, project development tool that we're using. And although my wife hates it, <laughs> um, f- focus at will uh, the site that plays music while you work I mean it's got a lot of these sounds and my wife thinks I'm crazy but I love it and it keeps me focused while I'm going through my day
1: I interviewed the founder of Focus at Will, his name is Will Henshaw which totally makes sense yeah. what is your favorite what do you listen to uh, on there I- I'm-, I'm an acoustical guy
0: I'm always ambiance and maybe that's why, ambiance. that's why she might not like Check it. Check out yeah.
1: acoustical, you know, and it's literally, it's acoustical. That's the full name of it. Check it out. I love it. If you need a little more upbeat, you can actually change the tempo of that uh, with a, a three level low, medium, high. Now, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and Why?
0: Ah, great question. Um, you know, I don't. I haven't really read a book in a while. I've started a bunch. I haven't finished one in a long time. And there's different books that serve me really well in different seasons of my life. But off the top of my head, for a really quick, short, applicable read, I really like Austin Kleon's books, Steal Like an Artist and Show Your Work. I think any on- entrepreneur can get through this book in one sitting and it'll give them a ton of tangible things that they can do right away in their business.
1: Have you ever been to his conference? I think it's up in Montana or maybe it's South Dakota. It's like one of those states up there.
0: I have not, no. I've
1: heard raving things about it. I've actually had him on the show. I'm gonna have to get him back on the show and talk about that so I can get an invite to that really <laughs> cool conference that he has up there. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free, at eofirebook.com. And Nicholas, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit to what you said about starting a lot of books. And Fire Nation, I, I don't want you to feel terrible if you're in the same boats because I am too. Like I start a lot of books and I don't finish a lot of them. And I'm going to say why that's okay. And you can agree, disagree, or just remain silent. Nicholas is totally your call. But This is not a slap against business books or business authors. I think you guys are great out there. But the reality that I find is like you you have like 35% content that's amazing. And then you're just like, okay, I need to actually have a decent-sized book. So I'm going to put in 65% of fluff in the end there. So I find that by the time I'm like at... 40 or 50 percent I'm like this is just kind of going back to the beginning kind of like fluffing it up a little bit so don't feel bad fire nation if you start a book and you feel like it's dragging get out you've probably learned all the good stuff anyways and just get on to the next one and uh, when you find that book that you finish then you know you found a special book so Nicholas this is the last question of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter, we've taken care of it. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
0: Uh, I love I love this question. I had to, you know, I'm, I'm giving it some thought here, but here's, here's what I would do. Um, and it's kind of indicative of what actually I did to kind of get me to where I am today. But uh, if that was my scenario, I would literally go to Starbucks. I'd spend six bucks and get myself an iced green tea latte, no sugar, oh, light nice. ice, 10 scoops matcha, and get the free <laughs> Wi-Fi that it's going to give me. <clears throat> I'd then hop on Facebook and I'd try to connect with a top influencer or a thought leader Who is kind of undervalued in his space, like really intelligent person, a guy or gal who's just not really doing the best at getting their message out there. And then I'd go to them and I'd make an offer that they couldn't refuse, an offer like, hey, here's my rates, but let me serve you and you only pay me if and when you get a result. Then I'd focus the next several days or the next six days to crush it for them, which would then open up some more doors for me, which would rebuild my business and get me back to the place I am today. I then take the rest of the $494, I'd frame it and put it beside my office (laughs) as a reminder, literally, that money is literally just an idea. And if you're willing to serve people, you can really make anything happen.
1: Money is just an idea, Fire Nation. Nicholas, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
0: Yeah, so I think the, the greatest piece of guidance is, is like just live in the now, um, do everything you can. Um, if you want to learn more about what we do on the Facebook ad side, I got a great gift for Fire Nation, if that's cool, John. Lee Cool, Dumas. I love it. Yeah, so if anyone goes to just nicksblog.com, dot com slash fire, what I've done is I've spent a lot of my higher-level training teaching behind closed doors at these high-level mastermind groups, and I don't really make that to the public, but what I've done for a limited time is I've kind of put together the beta, the best teachings and this best workshop I've done behind closed doors. People are paying literally... to be a part of these masterminds and I've put a summary of it in a workshop that people can get absolutely free. And it's the greatest kind of knowledge that I could offer anyone who's looking to use Facebook advertising for the business. So you can go there and grab that. I think my parting words would literally be, um, uh, live in the now. And as, 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 Kind of cliche as that sounds, take a moment to ignore everything else that's going on. Be present in your conversations. Be present in your business. Be present with your clients. Be present when you're writing that piece of content, and it will serve you for years to come.
1: Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with NK and JLD today, so keep up the heat, and head over to eofire.com, just type Nicholas in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. And again, that special URL for you, Fire Nation, is nicksblog.com slash fire, nicsblo com slash fire. And Nick, is that up right now? Because I feel like I want to go check it out like after this interview is done.
0: Uh, It is, yeah. And you can get full access to everything you need.
1: Oh, killer. Nicholas, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit EOFire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution, allow me to introduce podcast websites. Website hosting, audio hosting, support security backup, all in one. Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a call to learn more. And Ignite!